Dude, hi. You're gonna give me some pie. Welcome to the PieCast, serving up an extra slice of the strange. Welcome to the PieCast. I'm your host, Mandy. And again, this episode, we have a special guest back, so we will get right into that. And now it's time to check in with Half Pint, our conspiracy correspondent. So, Mandy. Yes. I, be- I was foreshadowing this on one of the past episodes. Uh, Kennedy, you think he was assassinated by the government? I totally believe that. And I believe it was, was one of the things, like, I've always kind of believed it, just from, like, bits and pieces. But then we watched, um, what the hell was it? Dark something. Some movie on Netflix where it was kind of like as long how... As, you don't, as long as you don't say JFK, because... No, it was, like, a documentary... But it was like one of those conspiracy documentaries and it was how George Bush Sr. actually like indirectly contributed to Kennedy being assassinated. Somewhat. Um, Johnson, it was in his home state. Uh, just when you look at when you look at it from a perspective of what the Secret Service is supposed to do and what they did that day, it's so inconsistent. It's so like, wait, they they, they don't do this type of stuff. You kind of knew something was going to happen. Yeah. It's like you know, in any type of presidential motorcade, the Secret Service is always with them, period. They yeah, don't exactly. take they, – they, they, their uh, widest turn is no more than 90 degrees, and that turn into the grassy knoll is like 270 degrees. Um, um, witnesses – here's a good one I just read about. Witnesses that were uh, actually – not interviewed or dismissed were interviewers who were on the um, top of the interstate that he was traveling through that they had shut down. Yeah. And that all said that a shooter came from the grassy knoll. The Zapruder film shows that, you know, he was shot back into the left and all that stuff. <laughs> um, the Umbrella Man is my personal... I've, as soon as I first heard about it, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um... The Umbrella Man is a man who... Let me look at... Um, Louis Stephen Witt um, actually said he brought the umbrella to heckle Kennedy at the protest of appeasement policies of his uh, of uh, Kennedy's father, Joseph. And Joseph was a supporter of a man by the name of... Um, I see his face, but I can't remember his name. He was replaced by Winston, Chur- uh, Winston Churchill. Okay. Who do you? Who do you? Let me look it up real quick because I'm an idiot like that. <laughs> Peacement policies. Um, Joseph Kennedy. Anyway, there was Chamberlain. Neville Chamberlain was his name. Oh yeah, uh, Prime Prime Minister Chamberlain. And Chamberlain's deal was he carried an umbrella and wore a top hat. So he wore a top hat and carried an umbrella. And he kept popping it up and down, not to signal shots fired, to signal shoot again, but to protest against, because Kennedy would see that, right? Yeah. Kennedy would see that in a cascade of, you know, in in a crowd of hundreds of people, he would see a man who would be, who would, you know know what I mean, be in an umbrella and everything like that? Yeah. Who would be in an umbrella, yeah, he would see that and just go, hey, that guy... He wouldn't. He would say, "Oh, that guy's protesting my father." Not, "Hey, that guy looks like a dumbass." You know. <laughs> uh, there's that one, the babushka lady, who yeah. I'm sure you've heard of. Yeah. Her footage, her, her if her story is to be believed, and I actually it's, it's possible. 
Her footage that she took was actually taken by two strange men immediately after the shooting. Like, she turned around, she was walking back home, and she was followed, and she was approached by two men who said, we need your footage, or we need your film for our investigation, and walked away. No identification, no nothing. And subsequently, she never got her footage back. Yeah. So, like I said, it's too obvious, and... You know, Oswald said he was a patsy, and um, psychological people have actually seen his body language and seen him say, and he, as he's saying that, they actually believe he was, and he was a patsy. Oh, totally was. Because then he conveniently got murdered. Yeah, uh, Jack Ruby murdered him, and then Jack Ruby, I think he was murdered later. Yep. Or something like that. You know, it was it was too, it was all too wrapped up in a nice little package. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they cleaned up all their mess behind. And also the fact that people do, who were behind the grass, you know, they dove. They didn't, they were either dove or ran towards it and, you know, not ran away from it. Like, they, you know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously that he, there was a shot from the grass, you know. And, well, I think it was obvious. Um, the single bullet theory is physically impossible. Yeah, that's kind of like a little bit ridiculous. It's it's too insane. A bullet cannot tran a bullet cannot transfer. Yeah, and like go through like you know three or four different body parts and keep going. One bullet. Did your Skype die? No, it's just I'm looking at the picture right now. (laughs) Just making sure. Allegedly, he was seated in the wrong position or something, or they got his position wrong or whatever. Not to mention the people who had had done his autopsy had never done an autopsy on a murder before. Yeah, exactly. And it was, like, weird and rushed, too, like, how, like... They like what was it like differences or something in like the casket or something like oh, that? Oh, they moved his body. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that, but they moved his body. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not uh, upon upon conclusion of death, and then they moved in someone. They put they put in like a navy admiral who had never performed an autopsy before. Yeah, and immediately they lost his head. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff in there. Um, Oswald. They actually went to the funeral home to an um. Uh, they, uh, some press secretary almost got fired because he said, oh, we've got uh, fingerprints on the gun, so they had to go to wa- uh, the funeral home of Oswald to put fingerprint to put his fingerprints on the gun. Then they had to wipe off the, uh, the, the marker or whatever later on. Yeah. Yeah, there was just, like, a lot of... I mean, you could say it was just, like, you know, mishandling of stuff, but it's all pretty convenient. But why would you mishandle... The biggest murder in American history. Exactly. This is this is not one where you can you know this is not some idiot where this is the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, and to people like I mentioned earlier, either like a Hunter S. Thompson or even my father, who was a hero of their times, who stood for everything that was right and everything that was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like that whole generation never got that whole generation never got over Kennedy dying, never. Well, and you think too, like that it's almost like he had to be killed because he was too good. He was like all the stuff that he was doing, and it was just screwing up all the corporations. Yeah, to a point. I mean, uh, Roosevelt almost did it the same. Both Roosevelts did it the same way, but they couldn't be killed. It would have been too obvious. But Kennedy, they actually went ahead and killed him, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that, like, 
I can't remember. It was like Dark Shadows or something. The documentary on Netflix. But it was it had to do with like all the way back to like the Bay of Pigs and everything, and how it was something like whatever organization the George Senior was in, and like that was how, CIA. CIA. Yeah, and like how they had all kind of like got together to plan like the assassination, like build it up for years, and went through all these different channels and everything. And it's possible. The well, you it. see, they wanted. I don't know what would it, what what it was about Cuba. Maybe it's just because they didn't want Russia on. The, they want communism on their coast. They didn't give a shit about Vietnam. Hence the Vietnam War. Um, the Gulf of Tonkin was obviously a made up incident that happened later on. Anyway, um, there was a whole deal where not the Bay of but after the Bay of Pigs, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, and the Joint Chiefs and the CIA all said. We want in. We want to do this. Let's go get them. Blah 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 blah. But Kennedy's like, dude, well, we're gonna blow up the entire free world. Yeah. Oh, we won't. Oh, they won't do it. They won't do it. We can go get them. We can go get them. And he just said no, and actually found a diplomatic solution around it. And the Russians were crazy enough to go with it. And then, of course, you know, the military-industrial complex said we can't have that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that was all pretty convenient. I know we watched um, another documentary too about the actual shooting of it so it was like the sharpshooter guy tested out if he could like make the three shots or whatever it was from the book depository and like you know have enough time to get out there and like calmly put the gun down and like walk out of the building and all that and he said like yeah it is possible but you know the chances of it actually being done are pretty slim now to mention a whole deal of him who he walked in conveniently with the gun was not picked up by the guy he walked in with yeah he actually walked to work with somebody that day, and apparently he had he had like some sort of package, but it wasn't big enough for a gun. And the Kirkano rifle isn't big enough to just like hide in, on your own body. Yeah. So. Yeah, like that whole thing, you know, it was shady to begin with, and then how he conveniently gets killed. So then he can't even like stand up for himself or say anything. So like they shut him up right away. Yeah, why would you let why would you let that one guy in while he's getting arranged somewhere? You know, why yeah. would you film that? Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, that's kind of weird that they're filming it, and then there's not really much security around him. When he's a guy who just like you're saying that he just assassinated the president, he would be in a lot more security than that. He would. It would. You know, when we took over Saddam, or when we captured Saddam, I remember. I remember that vividly. It's like when we captured him and we had him in a holding cell. We wouldn't even release. We wouldn't even allow the media into that cell. Yeah. We showed, I think, like thirty seconds of him being inspected by the medical personnel. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. He exactly. had nothing. We didn't. They wouldn't let anyone into his transfer post and anything like that. He wasn't really public knowledge until we gave him to the Iraqis in his la- the last minute of his life, which, you know, uh, I would wish upon my enemies if you ever saw the YouTube footage. It's really, really interesting to watch and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> read his biography. people being murdered. Like, no, no, read his biography and then watch it happen. It's hilarious. <laughs> he was a big coward. He had a freaking grenade and didn't want to blow himself up. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's a whole... Um, there's a whole deal about that where, like, when we did all that, we wouldn't let him... I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how would you let someone who did all that stuff... How would you let him get away with that? Why would you let him do all that crazy stuff? Yeah, exactly. 
No, why? Why would you let them? Why would you let the media down there? Why would you let an open press and let anyone walk walk watch a guy who's being taken to another facility? Normally, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, it would be like all super secure and done like how they normally do it. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, but then again, if you don't believe he was killed, was he killed by the government? Was he killed by the mob? Was he killed by the CIA? Was he killed by the Cubans? I don't think he was killed by the Soviets because the Soviets actually liked him. I think it was part of like a combination of the government and the CIA. I mean, that actually yeah. makes sense to me listening to that and like seeing that angle of it because just the way he was going in his policies and stuff and the people that actually run the government are all those, you know, the 1% rich people and yeah, he was rich, but you couldn't you couldn't control him. That's a, that's a new world order right there. <laughs> so like, you know, that's probably why. It was interesting. Going. It's like, you know, you know how those like uh, memes on Facebook have uh, the Hillary Clinton for treason yeah. deal now because she just got found not guilty even though she was found, you know, guilty of something but they're not going to press charges on her or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's actually funny because handbills are being circulated the day before his assassination that he was wanted for treason. Yeah, so there you go. And I'm looking at it right now. It's really hilarious to look at because you think about it now, how what an insane idea and, you know, like 40, 50 years, 50 years later, we're looking at all these crazy memes of Hillary Clinton who should be tried for treason, but that's not a story entirely. <laughs> well, and it's just, you know, it's kind of funny like how the events happened and then not so much even just with, you know, all the, the shadiness of the accounts from the actual you know, the people that were there and where the, where the car was going and the, you know, the magic bullets and all that. But, you know, like you said afterwards, where, like, they moved the body, the people didn't know what they were doing with the autopsy. They were just kind of, like, sort of winging it. And it's like, you think you take a little bit more care with the fucking president. You know, this is the president of the United States. This is someone who represents a lot of great deal and, yeah. And especially, like, you know, back in the 60s, I mean, you know... Is probably a lot more like today. I mean, the the country's kind of like you know, maybe less patriotic, but oh no, we're more patriotic. Well, but back like in the sixties, well, we're patriotic like, towards the right people. We're not yeah. we're not going to be patriotic but towards like, Obama, obviously. But back in the sixties, it was still you know like with your president, it was like a really big fucking deal to everybody. And so you I mean you have all these people coming out to like see him and everything, and then the whole deal with him being shot, like, you think it would be more of a big deal to, like, take care of his body, protect it, you know, make sure it's treated properly and all that, not just, like, chucked around. And make sure that you're actually following procedure and you have someone in the room who knows what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, the whole thing was just, like, so mishandled and it's kind of, like, ridiculous how it was. Like, you wouldn't expect that at all. I know, the whole, I mean... Again, like, and even though, what, like, they released, like, the documents and stuff a few years ago, too, but then, like, everything's all, like, blacked out, of course, because that's how the government is. Because we still want good trade relations with Russia. Yeah. You gotta understand, we can't, we, we still can't reveal what Christopher Lee did in World War Two because Britain wants good trade relations with Germany. Yeah, exactly. Like, we, yeah, it's one of those, like, you'll never... They'll never get released, you know. The government will never admit it, but they did it. It's one of those people. I think are slowly bending over and just going, "Yeah." I just I kind of wish in school would be taught. Here's the official. This is why I'll never teach uh, school or why I'll never teach history in any type of school. I'll go. The official 
investigation concludes that Henry, Lady Harvey Oswald acted alone. However, he was killed by the government. Yeah, exactly. He he was he he, he let's 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 actually uh, let me just give you five simple facts and I'll just let you decide your own deal. You can still believe that and that's fine, but he was killed by the government. Come on. We can at least live our lives admitting that. You know? Oh yeah. Well, and the thing too, like I think there was actually I some documentary I watched about him and talking about like how they were like building him up to be like this communist and he was like kind of going down that path of like all these and being investigated for being a communist and all these different things. So it's like, you know, if they had talked him into it and got him to do it, like, you know, to kill him, it probably would have been easy because they could have just totally coerced him into it. And he wasn't there was exactly actually, like a smart um, dude. There's actually a book released not that long ago. Um, they actually said what would have happened to have a... Uh, Kennedy had he survived, and it's actually some historian actually looked up all the stuff that had happened, all the stuff that he had done, everything like that. He was very possible he could have been tried for treason. Yeah, just so. just for some of the stuff he's done, and also the deal with um you know the whole alleged Marilyn Monroe affair would have come to light at some point. And murder. <laughs> I don't know. I think she. I really think she did. OD. She had been. No, no, that's one I'm not willing to. She was murdered by the Kennedys. I don't think she was. I don't think she was murdered by anybody. I think she really did OD. She may have taken all the pills, but someone else shoved them down her throat. (laughs) If you say that, if you say that she didn't kill herself, then Virginia Woolf didn't kill herself, and Virginia Woolf did kill herself. (laughs) Well, this isn't about who did and who didn't kill themselves. Yeah. That's a whole other. That's a whole other one right there, right? Exactly. You go down the list. <laughs> no, I think that like if anyone says that you know, Kennedy, you know, was just assassinated by a random dude, and that's the end of the story, then they're not even fooling themselves. Because I mean, I don't think there's anyone that even believes that anymore. No, no, the government wants you to believe that Kennedy was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, I believe it was shot by him, but I don't think that, like, he came with the idea on his own. No, no, he didn't come up with the idea on his own. <laughs> he was told, be somewhere at this place in time, and here's something. Yeah, exactly. Watch Shooter, You'll or, or read, um, who is the book Shooter's based on? Read, read or watch that. That's that sort of idea. They never, like, did they ever say, like, like, give, like, a motive for Oswald? Uh, he was a communist sympathizer. So because of that, he was going to assassinate the president? Yeah, he was a communist sympathizer. That's a pretty big leap. Well, he actually spent time... He spent time in the Marines, time in Cuba. He was in Russia. Yeah, that's what it was. It was in the movie, like, how he was trying to get Russia to give him citizenship. But they wouldn't. Something like that. Yeah. It was either, like, Russia or Cuba. And he was trying to get them to give him citizenship, and they wouldn't. So they made him go back to the States. Yeah. I don't know. I totally think it was the government. The American government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not my government. <laughs> my government doesn't assassinate people. They should be assassinating some people. Hey. Don't say that about your government. I blame Canada. <laughs> Can't blame Canada for Kennedy. I'm actually kind of surprised that, like, Bill Clinton didn't get assassinated, but I think that that's kind of why they sort of did the whole, like, impeachment thing and everything. 
I think it was just easier than assassinating him because I could have totally seen you know him going on the same path as Kennedy. Kennedy wasn't going to get it, but you see, Clinton didn't save the world. Kennedy saved the world. Yeah, but Clinton. They didn't need. They needed to make an example of Kennedy to prove a point. But Clinton, Clinton was actually successful or starting to be successful at getting peace in the Middle East. Carter started that out. Yeah, but Clinton. Carter really. Carter unified that, and then of course that went away with the whole uh, Iran hostage crisis. That they pretty much waited until he lost the election, and they let them go, and they held held his whole. But then again, he went off, and he he ended up winning, being a better man after his presidency than during his presidency because he had no politics to worry about. Funny how that works out, right? It's just funny that like I don't know, maybe it's just from like the outside looking in, but. Clinton was like so much like Kennedy, and like just how he was, Somewhat. and like how to much point. people to a liked point. him. And... Not really. I mean, Yabin, or yeah, I believe uh, the Prime Minister of Israel was assassinated just after he had uh, Clinton had taken two years after Clinton had taken office, and everything like that had happened. Um, no, it wouldn't. Clinton is nothing like Kennedy. I'll tell you that right now. I lived I lived in the Clinton administration. I know enough to know that Clinton was nothing like Kennedy. <laughs> we never with Kennedy we had moments in our history where something happened. And I mean like major. With Clinton you can't attribute that. That's true. You can't attribute the Cuban Missile Crisis. You can't attribute us wanting to go to the moon and making our technological advances. You can't attribute a lot of some, and with Clinton, you can't attribute any of that because none of that happened. We went to Bosnia, we went back to Iraq, but we only went to Iraq to secure a no-fly zone, and that was about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just from like not being in the states. There's a lot of comparison that we see between Clinton and Kennedy. That's a weird. <laughs> the only reason they, those two should be compared is because both of them got. Oral sex while in the while in the White House. Why not? Hell, all of them did. I won't tell you that, but whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they all did. You think Obama doesn't get friggin' blowjobs from his wife in fucking Oval Office? It's not something I want to think about, but thank you. <laughs> See, the difference is he's probably getting it from his wife. Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe that one either. Kennedy yeah, was assassinated by the government. Yep. Now it's time to serve up your slice of the strange. This episode, I have two tales of conspiracies surrounding celebrity deaths. The first one is Brittany Murphy. In late 2009, celebrity blogger Perez Hilton predicted that Brittany Murphy would be the next shocking Hollywood death. Less than a month later, his prediction came true as the actress passed away after going into cardiac arrest. The official autopsy report ruled that the actress's death was natural, resulting from a combination of pneumonia and anemia. Anemia, sorry. <laughs> Just three months later, Murphy's husband, Simon Monjack, also passed away. The coroner found that he also died of a combination of pneumonia and anemia, although some believe that drug abuse or toxic mold were the culprits. In 2012, a much stranger conspiracy reared its head in the form of a controversial documentary featuring a friend of Murphy's named Julia Davis. A former employee of the Department of Homeland Security, Davis alleged that the DHS began trying to silence her after she became a whistleblower over immigration failings on the Mexican border. According to Davis, the government decided to target Murphy as well after she publicly defended her friend, even trying to have the British Monjack deported from America, who was Brittany Murphy's husband. 
An American journalist, Alex Ben Block, also jumped on the conspiracy bandwagon, claiming that Simon Monjack relayed for fears to him about being under constant surveillance. According to Block, Brittany Murphy died just a few days after her husband spoke to him. The craziness doesn't stop there. Asif Akbar, the director of the documentary, claims that he and his family were also targeted by Homeland Security. Murphy's estranged father is on the record as saying he believes his daughter was poisoned. Murphy's mother, on the other, on the other hand, remains skeptical, calling the allegations an inexcusable attempt to cash in on her daughter's death. So there's a weird tale for you. I mean, it's not very often that conspiracy theories around celebrity deaths involve the government. It's usually something with drugs or other people killing them. <laughs> um, and the second one I have is Paul Walker. So in 2013, the world was shocked to hear that Fast and Furious star Paul Walker had died in a tragic car crash. Walker and his friend Roger Rodas were driving through Santa Clara, Santa Clarita in a Porsche GT when Rodas lost control of the vehicle and collided with a tree. Both men were killed after the car burst into flames. But online conspiracy theorists quickly decided that there was more to the story than that. Walker had worked tirelessly to raise funds for the victims of Typhoon Haiyan, and a series of online postings soon began alleging that he must have discovered some terrible secret about the relief effort. The slightly saner versions involved dirty money being laundered through aid donations, while the original posters insisted that Walker had learned of a secret plan to slip permanent birth control drugs into shipments of food and medicine in the Philippines. Either way, Walker naturally leaped to his friend's Porsche and raced to warn the world of Dashley conspiracy, <laughs> but they were betrayed and someone rigged their car's brakes to malfunction at, after a certain speed. If only Ed Walker had watched The Family Guy the week before, he would surely have been warned. According to one conspiracy theorist, the show predicted Walker's death by killing off Brian Griffin just a few days before the accident. The name of Walker's character in the Fast and Furious movies, Brian QED. <laughs> so, there you go. There's a uh, uh, another celebrity story for Paul Walker there. I think that's kind of another outlandish one. I mean, find some or he found some secret for funds that were being laundered through relief efforts and permanent birth control. I mean, I don't know. It seems a little bit out there to me. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your slice of the strange. I want to give a shout out to Recap, the band that provided the music that I use for my show. And say that you can check them out at Recap Band on Twitter, as well as you can find me on Twitter at ThePiePod. And find me online at ThePiePodcast.com and on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search for The Podcast. And also, I'm a proud member of the Pottern Family Network. <laughs>